Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. We can't learn a habit to not do something. One of the secrets to breaking a bad habit is to understand how the brain works forming those habits, as Professor Art Markman explains. We are, uh, we are wired to create habits because um, the human brain is this remarkable device. It, it, it's capable of surviving in lots of different kinds of information situations, whether it was the savanna in, in Africa or the, the Roman Empire or, or modern-day uh, society. And the cost of that ability to be so flexible is that it can sometimes take a lot of time to make decisions about how to act. And so the other thing that we have in the brain is a set of mechanisms that helps us to compile away the behaviors that we perform all the time and to turn them into routines that we can perform quickly but mindlessly. Uh, and that really helps us to get through the day. So it's a wonderful system, but, uh, but a system that will definitely lock us in to doing what we did in the past uh, in the future. So the downside to that is if it's a bad habit, then uh, hey, there you go. Yeah, yes. Would you say the first step to changing a bad habit is actually just becoming aware that you have a bad habit? Absolutely. Not just becoming aware that you have a bad habit, but, but becoming aware of when and where you perform the behavior. Because the thing about habits is you tend to do them mindlessly. Right. And so, you know, if you bite your nails, uh, you may not even realize when you're doing it or where you're doing it. If you're eating in, in a way that you don't like, then you may not realize when and where you're doing that. And so, um, really becoming aware of the situations in which you're performing the behavior is crucial because otherwise you can't put yourself in a situation where you're going to change what you're doing. Yeah. You talk about the four key signatures that people are doing something by habit. Are you able to go into that a little bit? Sure. I mean, the thing about habits is we know we're doing something by habit when, uh, for example, we are... we perform the behavior without really any awareness of what we're doing. Um, we, we, we're able to do it quickly. We're able to do it, uh, you know, these behaviors occur in, in situations in which we're doing the same thing repeatedly in a particular environment. And if you find yourself in a different environment, suddenly the behavior is completely disrupted. So if you think about things like typing on a keyboard on a computer, your normal keyboard um, is is usually uh, this QWERTY keyboard that, that everyone uses. But if you were to go to Germany, for example, um, the Y and the Z keys are in different places. Yeah. And, uh, and what happens is suddenly this behavior you can perform completely mindlessly um, doesn't work anymore because, because the environment has changed. And so those, those changes become extremely disruptive to your habits, and that's a, a real signal to you that what you've been doing is, is being done by habit. And that, I guess, could be a clue to how we can break a bad habit. A absolutely. So one of, the, one of the real core elements to habits is that they are strongly driven by the environment that you're in. So if you th I mean, think about some of the things you do by habit. Um, you know, the, the gas and brake pedal in a car are always in the same place. And so you, you, can, you can drive by habit. And, of course, um, you know, in, in some countries you drive on the left side of the road and in some countries you drive on the right side of the road. So think what happens when you go from one of those countries to another. Uh, and, and, and now 
suddenly you're in a in a country where you're supposed to drive on the opposite side. All of these habits that you've developed for driving don't work anymore. Yeah. And suddenly you you find yourself reaching an intersection and looking in the wrong direction. Oh, that's so. And you dangerous. have to you have to change that habit because the environment is really telling you what to do. And so what what part of what this tells us is that if the environment is so powerful in maintaining our habits then in situations in which we want to change our habits, one of the things we're going to have to do is to be aware of ways that we can change our environment to support new behaviors and to keep us from from performing the ones we don't want to perform anymore. You also speak about the five pressure points. Sure. Now, what are those? One way to think about behavior change is that one of the reasons we're so bad at it uh, is that we don't really understand much about the brain's motivational system. We don't really know how it works. And as a result, we don't really know which things we ought to be doing to make ourselves better at changing our behavior. So the first real key to being effective at changing behavior is to understand the way the motivational system works. And so um, there are three key components to the motivational system. There are goals, which are the outcomes that we're hoping to create that our motivational system is going to engage in order to perform behaviors. Then we have a system called the GO system, and the GO system involves a whole set of brain mechanisms that, that are designed to help us achieve our goals and create habits. And then there's a third system called the STOP system, and the STOP system helps us to stop a behavior that the GO system has engaged. So, you know, if you're driving your car and suddenly you're in a, you realize you're in, in a country where you're driving on the other side of the road, so you start looking in one direction because that's your habit, the stop system is the system that kicks in and says, no, I'm actually supposed to look the other way. Right. And so it stops that behavior. And the stop system, which we sometimes call willpower, is much less efficient than the go system is. And then the go system has to figure out what to do next. And so part of what happens in the case of driving is you realize, oh, I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I learned to drive, let's say, in the U.K. Now I'm in, in, in the United States. So uh, now I, I've stopped and I, re- I have to remember, okay, I'm driving in the United States. And so I need to look, you know, to the right. And the pressure points for changing behavior reflect this operation of the motivational system. Because what you're really trying to do is to influence the goals because the goals that you have direct what the go system is going to engage. Then you want to make sure that you make use of what the go system does best, namely the, the ability to create a habit. So you want to, you want to fine tune the go system. You want to make sure that the stop system has as little to do as possible because while the, while the stop system will occasionally help you to to stop a behavior you've started, if you're constantly relying on it, then that stop system is, is likely to fail. And then you need to realize that your uh, behaviors, your habits are being driven by the environment. And so you want to become aware of how the environment is affecting your behavior and make changes to the environment where necessary. And lastly, to realize that because human beings are social creatures, that our goals Uh, And our motivation is driven very strongly by the people that we spend time with. And so 
it, it means that our social network plays a tremendous role in affecting our behavior, and we need to, we need to be aware of that and, and use the people around us to help us change. Wow. It's so complex, isn't it? Yes, it is, and that's, that's one of the reasons that, that changing behavior is so difficult. Professor Art Markman, in part one of Breaking Bad Habits, he goes into great detail in his book Smart Change, and his website is smartchangebook.com. Paul talks about a power that we have when we believe. It's in the Bible in 2 Corinthians 5. When anyone is joined to Christ, he is a new being. The old is gone, the new has come. Light and life from the Salvos.